Hello, and you're listening to Let's Drone Out. And special thank you to our lovely patrons that help donate so that we can pay the editor to remove the swear words and silly things we say. Massive thank you to... Carlos Campos. Art Faulkner. Sam Dharma. Mikey Dread. On with the show. Let's Drone Out. Hello and welcome to Let Drone Out. Tonight you are joined by everyone's favourite curry kitten. Hello. Uh, shiny video stuff, Stephen. Hello. Our special guest for tonight, Bot Grinder. Hola. Uh, my darling wife sporting a sexy scarf. Bonjour. Sexy LDO scarf, nonetheless. Nice. Yes. Yeah. And. I'm bright until I fly, and in my hand, I have a package from Frank, it, and and a letter, and it says to Jack, uh, "You're a, but thank I you for being hair. there. Uh, your support and your somewhat understanding, due to your limited <laughs> mental capacity." <laughs> 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 Love Andrew slash Frank. Um, thank you, Frank. I, I miss you. It says open op- to open on stream. Mm-hmm. It feels soft. Miss you, Frank. Hope you're doing right. Yeah, man, we miss you so much. I mean, like, you know, we need you here to keep riffraff like Bot Grinder out. <laughs> yeah, look what happened. It snuck on in here. Oh my god, it's oh, LDO socks to jerk off. In <laughs> oh, <laughs> look at these. You got a spare one as well. Not right, the not famed LDO <laughs> sock. That's brilliant. Uh, oh, Frank, well done. Oh, Does that describe what hand you should use? Oh, uh, while we're here, disclaimer any views expressed by anyone, guests or others on this show, are their own personal views and may not represent the views of others. I feel like you oh, need man. that just for me. <laughs> well, we, we put it up early just for you, Bot. <laughs> so, Bot Grinder, drugs are fun, yeah? Oh, I got right into it. Well, it depends. <laughs> it depends what you consider them and how often you do them. They can be. They can be very rewarding, yes. Uh, LSD or peyote or mushrooms, something like that, can be very rewarding for an adult whose brain is developed and able to handle yeah. it. You can cure depression. You can cure PTSD. You can do a lot of good with drugs. Now, if we're talking crack and heroin, you can't really do a whole lot with addicts except escape reality. So I think we'd have to, you know, if we're really talk about it, define what a drug is, because you say well, drug. I know this is not the speech you're waiting yeah. you want. You're I don't think anyone's but... trying to make a case for opioids here. I think no, no, definitely not. That's not what we're shooting for. I also kind of just fool in, but yeah, um, drugs can be good. They can help. They've helped my depression for sure. Mushrooms, psilocybin mushrooms uh, have done what pills cannot do, 100%. Yeah, I hear they're really good. Never yeah. had one. Oh, it works. Unless your attempts to fly while experimenting <laughs> weren't always 100% successful would, would occasionally distract like you that. just a tiny bit from the oh, flying just a tiny bit yeah, yeah not much not much at all you can you can do all the power loops you want on on salvia yeah 
I have to admit, not not oh, being yeah. up to date on the the drug sitch down with mm-hmm. the kids. When I saw the title of your video, I thought it said um, trying to fly on saliva. So I assumed people were like spitting on you. <laughs> Ew, and no. like, that's annoying. That's and then gross. I saw you take a hit of this thing and say, I'm going to fly now. And then you fell over for three minutes. That was fun to watch. It was also. You like got the goggles on, you're all serious, and you're just like, one second. <laughs> that, that, I wanted that video for so long. I'm glad I finally got to do it. I thought it was right. brilliant. But I think Thank I still you. preferred the thousand milligrams of THC. <laughs> Dog, I don't know if I can do that again. I was having the flying wasn't that attack. bad, man. You were knocking out some decent tricks. See, the flight was okay, but it was inside when I was thinking about weird. <laughs> shit I did when I was five years old while I was flying. That was the real struggle, man. <laughs> you eat that much edibles, you'll remember things that you did not remember you did. You're like, oh, that's cringy yeah. as hell, man. Yeah, that too many edibles f- get you weird. And it took f- days and days of it. It felt like days flying that three minutes. Oh yeah, definitely. That just that thousand milligrams, man. That actually was. I can do. I can eat a thousand milligrams. That was like more like three because I messed up. I ate a thousand. That was just gummy bears, and I ate all the brownies that I made. So it was really more like three thousand milligrams. And I just didn't <laughs> want to change the video thumbnail or anything. Thought I'd be kind of cheating. But yeah, I did notice you, you have thousand. some of the That's most crazy. top level attention grabbing video thumbnails. Yeah, yeah, you like them. Community, you absolutely nail those. (laughs) Yeah, they're very good. Very good. I hate my thumbnails. Every time I make one, I'm like, I hate this. I'll just make a a better one before I release the video. You have to really. If you're a decent person, you've got to hate what YouTube makes you do because to get the viewers, you just got to you got to act the character, right? Yeah, a little bit. I I try not to be too clickbaity, but I I do. I end up and inevitably something in my video is like, oh, that's going to be make a good title for it or something. You know what I mean? It was just like random video I haven't already thought out. Mm. Yeah, that's that's something that seems to come up quite often around you from kind of just uh, speaking to people. They're like, bot grinder, you know he's not liking the videos, right? You know he's a really <laughs> lovely guy. <laughs> <laughs> Do I not come across as lovely in the videos? I thought I came across A little bit out of control charming. in the videos, but that's like yeah. a stage persona. Yeah, I see, honestly, and I was telling somebody this the other day, in real life when I fly with you, I do talk a lot and I get real excited about shit, but I'm self-conscious about it. So I'll be like telling somebody a story and if they just like look away, I'm like, I'm talking too much. And I don't talk to them the rest of the day because I'm like, I'm probably annoying them by talking to them, telling them the stupid story about this thing I did when I was riding freight trains or something. You know what I mean? I worry about that no a lot. No way. Do you, have you brave Daved? Was, what? Yeah. Uh, uh, have you know, Oh, um, uh, brave Dave is a guy who, um, it's on YouTube. It's quite a good series. Brave Dave's, Big freight hop, I think it's called. Have you oh, ever? Oh yeah, nice. Yeah, we, we do not, we do not condone riding freight trains. <laughs> oh, it is very, very uh, dangerous. But it's really not it that was, bad, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, it's very dangerous. Don't do it. Stay yeah, off them. You, stay off them rails, kids. Yeah, you will die. Yeah, first uh, time no. you'll immediately just die. So don't do it. Yeah, or never be allowed back into Canada ever again. <laughs> yeah, just what happened to Brave Dave? But oh, I never knew you freight hopped. Yeah, for about uh, ten years, about a decade, I just rode trains around the United States, Canada, Mexico. Not around Mexico. That that's making it sound cooler. I went to Mexico once. I walked across the border. Same with well, Canada. I snuck in on a freight train because they wouldn't let me in without a passport, which I don't have. <laughs> I rode all around. That was my main method of transportation since the late nineties. Was just riding freight trains around, doing doing cool stuff. How how do you get off? them though have you got to wait till um, they slow down or get you wait till it stops or goes slow enough to jump off back then you know i was 
I was in my early 20s, so it, as long as it's going about 10 miles an hour, it's pretty easy. You just jump off. If you're going too fast when you jump off, you just kind of tuck into a ball and you roll with it. Nowadays, I would break every bone in my body doing it like that, but we would just jump off. Uh, you know, if you're lucky, you'd be next to like some grass or something soft and not just ballast, but a lot of times it was just the train rocks that you're jumping off into. Hmm. I'm finding out eat? some of the movies were actually true and you can just jump on a train. Are these the oh, sort yeah. of the, the like 100, 200 carriage ones? So they, they have a sort of slow start up and they you can sort of run along a good sort of 10 minutes before they get going. See, we do it when it stopped, right? So there's yard clearance of a freight train leaving a train yard or going into a train yard. It has to stop so they can make sure there's room on the tracks for them to go on. And you just get on then you wait till it's about to there's like an entrance and an outrance you, you start to learn where all the spots are so in the united states you just go to the outbound yard there's usually trains all lined up you figure out which one you're supposed to get on and you just wait for it to be about to leave then you go get on it and sometimes we'll have a railroad cop drive around with a little flashlight thing but he does that a hundred times a night so he's not like hardcore looking for you he's just like uh, okay and then you go about your you're about your day right somewhere <laughs> I think Stephen's having problems. Have you got any new tattoos? Um, so, yeah, I got uh, what I got. I got these teardrops for all the people that I killed, and I got my brother's name because he killed himself. That's it for the new ones. That was all COVID. God, we yeah, I didn't see that, that coming. Yeah, didn't didn't see that coming, huh? <laughs> <laughs> that question. No, yeah. I just got. I'm not going to get. Any, uh, I'm not going to get any new tattoos besides face stuff because it hurts now i'm old and i'm like it hurts I, I don't care anymore the only tattoos i care about are like face tattoos so i'm probably just sticking to that fair, fair. That's a, have you, have, am i right in thinking bot's been on the show before he yeah. has he, i've been on before yeah yeah i never got to talk to you i don't know why i can't remember i, I think wasn't you were on. probably in hospital jack or something there's a restraining oh. order from what i remember there's some sort of no contact <laughs> yeah, no. clause that we had. <laughs> That's it. That was it. Man, how did you get started in the, in the hobby? Oh, man. One day I had a Hubson X4, like this little, you know, toy drones or whatever. Tony are very familiar. The Hubson X4, right? Like yeah, I played yeah. that for like a year. And then one day it just, I was like, wow, I wonder if people like race any types of drones. So I Googled drone racing and then. Then I saw a DRL, showed me Zoe FTV when I Googled that, Charpu. This is like 2016, 2000, yeah, 2016 ish yeah. around there. I just Googled drone racing. So anything that came up on Google then I saw and I was like, oh, wow. Oops, Google. Drone, drone Nationals then, back yeah, then yeah. with Dubai and everything. Yep, the, the Dubai thing. And then they had that race, I think, in LA around that weird like water thing. Yeah, I remember. The container. That, yeah. Somebody almost got hit when someone was coming out of a container. There was that race that happened. There was a cool, actually, a couple really yeah, cool like, Banny, races. Yeah, Banny was there, wasn't he, at that mm -hmm. one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Banny was there at that. Um, I think 2017 was the first international open, so I went to that and, like, hadn't met everybody. But oh, yeah. I, I just Googled it, saw that, bought um, all the wrong stuff, some really bad goggles, a ZMR250 pre-built thing that was horrible and had to get a new one eventually, like, right away. Just, I, yeah, I started off FPV completely wrong. And everybody told me, too, so many people being like, you shouldn't get that, dude. You shouldn't get that. It's a piece of shit. And I'm like, nah, you don't know what you're talking about. Person that's been flying for a year longer than me. And so I bought all the wrong stuff. Well, I, I must say, watching your videos over the years and uh, your your flying's improved so much. It's so smooth now. Really. Oh, thank you. Really come on a lot. Yeah, I what feel like I, I... 
I feel like I, I progressed a lot slower than people. Other people have been flying for five years are crazy good pilots, and I'm still just like, you know, it's slow and steady. It's slow and steady for me. Yeah. Oh, I've been well, flying for 10 years, but I peaked nine years ago. What I was going to say is I, I love the way your videos uh, are so meticulously planned and not off the cuff at all. I, what I, all. I watched was um, where you were trying to break your distance record and going beyond 3K. Yeah, and I think the story that. was I was going to install um, a, a Rush FPV VTX, but I, I couldn't be bothered. So I'm just exactly. going to fly this and see what happens. And then someone else's like Wi-Fi drone was there and the video was like really bad, crazy Horrible. bad. Like hundreds and you of had to come back. Yeah. And then <laughs> when you went... It's it's like something. I mean, the battery was alarming, and the video was going all the way, and then it completely lost signal, and you had to do a rescue mode for a while. It was just fantastic to watch, but lots of energy. I think energy is a really important thing in uh, in watching somebody. It makes them really good to watch. Oh yeah, yeah really real fun. I, I've had a few people offer to help me fix my long range issues, and I've heard people complain like, "Man, why is it always so scary?" And I'm like, if I made a video where I just fly my drone five kilometers out and back would that be entertaining to watch so no i, I want my thing to barely fly so it'll be an interesting video <laughs> no i think people love they love the failures because more yeah. people come to youtube and like well sometimes that people come looking for answers but it, at least if they can see it goes wrong for everybody they don't feel so isolated and in, uh, in having problems yeah especially with fpv you want to know other people are miserable too you want to know everybody's <laughs> exactly. suffering to have the escs fry or whatever else yeah. Or learn what not to do. Yeah, you know. So, how did you get on with the um, uh, taser drone thing? Oh, that was fun. Uh, I want to make a more powerful one and do a version too. But it, it worked. I mean, all that was was a um, you know disposable camera capacitor that just charged up, and then I fixed two nails with the wire around it. So when the nails touch skin, it just discharged the capacitor. But you can make that with anything really. But I want to I want to make an actual like taser drone. Yeah, uh, LDO does not recommend making yeah, a taser drone in the UK. It can put you in prison for five years because it's oh, yeah, don't do considered that. a weapon. But if we do go Jeez. over there, Tony, are you up for a bit of tasering? Yeah, man. Taser me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it doesn't hurt Tony's, that bad. Tony's volunteered to be the target before when we talked about firing things, hasn't he? So he's all, yeah, he's all in like, for yeah, it. Yeah, man. I might be masturbating when you do it. I don't know whether that affects the YouTube you know, team monetization. <laughs> I think it does even just mentioning it. Oh, YouTube's man. a little picky. And I'm so screaming, you... screaming, Tony, cool, cool bot grinder daddy when he does it. <laughs> <laughs> That's pushing it too much, Jack. Eh? Uh, no. Have you um have you beat your 3K yet? Not yet. Uh, I set out to the other day. Oh, what the hell happened? I ran out of room. <laughs> I went. I just went to the spot by my house, but um, I'd only flown to this one part, which is about about two and a half out. And I was like, "Oh, let's go to that spot." I didn't realize that it's all like uh, a city and roads and stuff. After that, you can kind of go right, but I need to go out to like the country to try to beat the three K. Now, now I put that. I put over that rush water. one watt in the what? Over water, over water. Yeah, I'll do it over water. That's fine. I'm only like an hour from the beach. I could just go to New Jersey and fly over the ocean. Yeah, I fly quite a lot over the ocean. I think that'd be quite a good video. I have return free- to home, so I'll do anything with return to home. I don't give a shit. Yeah, what's what's three k in real money? What's, how many miles is that? Two miles, just under two miles. Okay, just under two miles. That makes it less Boom. impressive. Let's go back to three k. <laughs> three thousand <laughs> meters. There we go. Hell yeah, I'm killing it. 
I don't know my conversion. Thousand feet. I really enjoyed the Slat interview, by the way. It was amazing. I love Slat. Yeah, he's such a cool dude, man. The end. I had no idea when we did the interview. He was in a freaking restaurant. I had no idea until the very end. When when everybody else found out is when I found out. I was like, wait, where are you? I know, like Chipotle or something, weren't he? Yeah, yeah. It was just some like chain restaurant. There's people sitting right by him eating and shit. They didn't seem to care at all. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I've tried to beg him to come on, but he's not really. I really want him to come on to Let's Drone Out one of these days. He's always welcome. He doesn't do a lot of interviews. I had to, I had to call him a favor to get him on this one. So really, oh my I, god, I, I've never seen him on any other little, uh, any other yeah, little man. show or nothing, man. There are the bigger ones. So when when you're making these videos, I've often wondered: is are you making them for Bot Grinder? Is it is it for your own amusement? Because uh, yeah. you you well, must be the, like the least monetized video source of FPV out there, right? I, zero. I make zero dollars yeah. per YouTube video. Zero dollars per video. I make I make uh, I enjoy making the videos. So what I set out to do is just make funny funny drone videos. Everybody's can be serious. They can use their generic music. They can be a look at me flying, whatever. I just want to make entertaining, funny videos. I want people to be like, man, I was laughing. My buddy watching the video that doesn't even care about FP was laughing. You know, when I hear that or like people like, oh, my partner loves your videos too. And they don't even fly. I love hearing that. I just, I'm yeah. a, I'm a comedy channel. I just happen to yeah. do drone stuff. So I see you doing some reviews and I'm often wondering like, what will, what were the manufacturers thinking? They sent bot grinder this kit and what, had they checked? Did their marketing department go like this guy? This guy is going to do the job. <laughs> well, that's the thing is, I, I talked to the reps. Right, they hit me up, and the reps love my stuff. Like they are very aware of my channel and the content and everything, and they still really? keep sending me stuff. So, I mean, that's my fantastic. affiliate links aren't the strongest in FPV, but I make a few sales. You know, so it's it's definitely unless you're a company watching, I sell so much of your. Shit, so keep sending. Oh, it you to wouldn't me, believe please. it. You wouldn't believe it, guys. Oh, I mean, like volumes this guy has. This, this platform's the best for that. <laughs> yes, yes. And all of FPV is the best for making an money. extra five or ten sales right here. God, even that, I'm even <laughs> under. It. But still, but if you're not a company, yeah, I mean, it's 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 whatever. Like, I don't really, I don't do it for the money, obviously, right? I do it for fun. And then the Taser drone, that was actually a review of that hex. So I just take, you know, these review things people send me, and I just do a video that's completely not a review. It's did you actually end up Taser and Cricket, or did he? get the hell out of there oh with the actual taser i don't think so no no because you know there's some people there's some people you're you'd be comfortable just tasering Mm. you know but there's some people you don't know how they'd react and cricket's one of them i don't know how he'd react so i saw you flying around and you're threatening him for a while and did someone taser you in the end or you yeah oh yeah i got i get tasered i'm fine with taser taser and the drone i flew into myself with the taser drone i mean i had to know how it felt i'm not just gonna go run into mm. other people and not do it to myself i was kind of wondering whether it actually went off or you just scared because you've flown a drone into yourself um. no no it's <laughs> it it's it smarts man it's a full big capacitor big old couple thousand whatever capacitors discharging into you it's it feels just like sharp and then it's like that gross electric feeling like oh i just got shocked a bunch yeah why is my arm up there like why did my yeah. leg move mm. Why my mum asked who 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 is bot grinder and i didn't i did not know how to describe you and uh i think all i think um uh swanny bean says bot grinder makes fpv for the common man slash woman yeah, i like that i like that yeah i i, I would you. like to be fpv for the common person yeah yeah uh, we, we've uh, got a question here if 
how the building diving while turning left is going. Apparently, you're not an ambi-turner when it comes ah, to the dives. That, that's switch, right? Just like skateboarding, your unnatural way is switch. Yeah, right. I'm not right. so good at switch. Um, I got a new video <laughs> coming out Saturday where you can see me go real rusty turning left and doing some dives and sh- I'm, I'm working on it. I'm trying to – who was it? Stacy Abshire is the person that called me out first, and then I've been very, very self-conscious of, of turning right only. So there's oh. left. There's definitely lefts coming up. Oh, but Tony is the opposite. Yeah. So you're. you're yeah, right I mean, just, so in skateboarding, you can skate one way and ollie and kickflip one way, but then if you try to do it the other way, mm-hmm. it's all awkward and goofy, and, that, and you call it switch. Your switch way. FPV is the same way. One way is natural. One one way switch. Is that because of your stance? Do you have one foot forward when you're FPV to like help with the balance? It's your thummies. It's the sticks. You know what I mean? Some people are thumbs in. Some people are sticks out. It's it's all about thumbs in, thumbs out. So for most people, it seems easier to push your thumbs in, and you got more control than pulling out, which feels a little bit more unnatural. It's interesting. There's other people. That'd be like differently left. If you're running yes. mode, whatever, depending on mode you're running, mode yeah. Mode two, yeah. Oh, yeah, so I'm brilliant at flying in left-hand circles, but ask me to turn right. It's, you know, it's a bit more It's bit a lot different, hard. yeah. Yeah. It, it got got another weird. question here from um, Clive FPV. He said, how's the FPV park coming? And you've got a, a sort of target on your Patreon page about being able to get a park, I guess yeah. a place to fly. What's what's that all about? So basically I want to buy 10 acres of rural Pennsylvania land and just turn it into the ultimate public FPV park. Like I've had this idea for years, man, and I've seen three other people start parks, and I'm like, they're doing it before me. But where it differs is mine's going to be public. Like you can just go there and fly mm-hmm. drones there. It's not. I'm not going to be living there. It's not going to be anybody's private land or anything. No permission. It's not going to be like an elitist golf club where you have to put on like a suit jacket and there's a clubhouse. And- <laughs> no, I do not care. You want to? You can go out there and camp out for a week. Bring the kids. I don't give a. Sh- it's going to be everybody. It's going to be the people's FPV park. So I that want people to help fund it. it, people to help me build it, people to help me do everything. And then as a reward for helping me, it's yours as well. It's everybody's. You know what I mean? I'm not just going to like buy land and kick people out. What I may do is have like a lawyer buddy or I don't have a lawyer, but I want to find a person that's a lawyer, make him my friend, and then have mm-hmm. them help me draft up a thing you sign maybe. Like if you're dumb and flaw of a tree – you won't sue me and ruin the park or something. You know what I mean? Right. Like, right. I'm gonna have to look into that because I inherently well, you could trust just cater people. for that. Like you can leave just just big poles next to all of the trees, so when you do get stuck in there, it's right there, and you can just knock the quad out. Oh yeah, I want to have a shed you know? around the perimeter. I definitely want to have a shed with all the tools in it, with everything that you need to safely get your drones down and. Sh- but like, I, I want this to not even be recognizable as a patch of woods when we're done with it. I want it to look like a mini city made out of wood. You know what I mean? That's just everything. I would love to have a, a little fountain thing. So you ever seen Blazing Saddles when they built the fake city with just a big faux mm-hmm. building? I want to have that. Yeah, yeah. I want giant faux building fronts made out of freaking plywood with like dive gates on it and stuff. Like that's I want it to be graffiti a, on them. Awesome. Exactly. Yeah. I just want it to like like Jurassic Park. You go in through an entrance and you're like, oh my god. Like all those people woods, worried you know? about like urban gentrification and all the old buildings going away you're going to recreate that in the countryside yeah yeah exactly i want to drag dilapidated <laughs> buildings out there but that's what i want to do so this year i'm starting to go fund me the goal is between 60 and eighty thousand dollars which is a ton but i know there's a lot of passionate people about fpv and for a park like this i'm gonna hit up companies i'm gonna hit everybody up i'm gonna cash out crypto i'm gonna do everything i can the the minimum 60 grand that i can buy 10 acres and have money left over to you know just get things started rent a mm-hmm. um, rent the skid loader tear down some trees maybe get some lumber done up start building gates and things and i've been talking about it for about three years now and everybody's getting sick of me talking about it so this year i'm starting it like 
very as soon as crypto goes up a little bit and it's easier for everybody to donate i'm going to start it that sounds like a really good idea something yeah, we should do over here maybe y'all should yeah. that's man i want see i feel like people tell me that they're like oh you've inspired me i see you've got off drugs and started flying drones you inspired me i want this to inspire people to build public parks i want to be able to do this and be mm. like look dude let's raise some money for your park now now let's do one where you live and we'll start and we'll have these free public drone parks all over the place all over the world and then if you know like the faa or the caa or whoever starts cracking down on it at least we have somewhere in the meantime to fly Get something on private land out. so you've at least mm -hmm. got like to stand on exactly yeah. exactly and hold events. We can start doing freestyle competitions all over the world if there's parks to do them in and stuff. Right. Don't get moved on by a bunch of mall cops. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Maybe you could hire someone to be a mall cop and you, your job is to yeah. harass the them and crash into them and, you know, like... <laughs> Get them in like on tie and a Segway, and they drive around in circles and you have to, like, yeah. just chase them like a drift car, really slow drift car. It's yeah. like a Segway. Like... Put them in like you know the baseball, like protective gear. Yeah, I think I think that could work. <laughs> uh, is that your new design on your um top box runner? That's my new FPV shirt I got out. That's cool. Actually, I have a new shirt. I hired this graffiti artist, this semi-famous graffiti artist in Philly, to make me a design, and he just sent it to me. So I'm getting it all uh, vectored up. Banff decals is going to make it a vector for me because this dude like drew it on paper, and I'm like, this is on paper. Now what do I do with it? I'm drawn on paper. <laughs> uh, uh, Rabbit Ambulance asked, but please tell me why you hate DJI so much and love your <laughs> orcas. Uh, it's the companies, not the product, right? So the DJI goggles are fine if you want, like, you know, big HD goggles are fine. I just don't lie. DJI, you know, I don't want to go on my rant. But they used to be a cloning company. Some of you that have been in the industry for a while, been in the hobby, 10, 15 years ago, 10 years ago-ish, DJI just cloned other companies' drones and would shut them down in court by suing them. And, you know, the company would sue DJI, and they just string out a court case forever. And, it's, like, the Phantom was a good example of that. A lot of other companies had something around there. DJI was just like, no, this is our design. They did it with their little RC car thing, you know. actually have the um, little robot RC car. Same oh, yeah. In fact, the company that they got their design stolen from told me if you can look into the code of DJI's thing, there's still notes from the other company's engineers that they didn't even bother to, like, delete the coding. in, or That was, like, that blatant of a steal. So just things like that. And the closed sourceness of DJI, I don't think they're good for FPV just because I want FPV to be open for everybody. You know, I don't want you to have to buy DJI goggles. You have to buy DJI VTX, and they can lock you out of this. At any moment, you know what I mean? When the V2 goggles came out, they only let you use it with the DJI FPV drone until everybody made a huge stink about it. And then that they were like, oh, nice, this was a mistake. Our, our, our bad. That was a mistake. Now you can go ahead and use it. That, I, well, I don't think that was a mistake. Curry's been no. experimenting with his Raspberry Pis recently to get around that limitation, get around the locked-in nature. That certainly gets around it. But I, uh, my, my stance on DJI is I don't understand why you'd ever have to activate a pair of goggles mm. using or a like, registration when you get and stuff. It. Your VTX yeah, when you get it. We were in the fields and my homie broke one. And they're like, oh, we can't fly because I have to go home and activate this now. It's like, literally like, how can we limit your use of the product today? You know, like, I plug it in and it just limits the output power. Like, great. So thanks. For, <laughs> for, for DJI pilots, though, I never want you to think I'm ragging on you when I talk shit on DJI like you're just you're just the player I hate the game not the player you know what I mean you're, you're everybody that uses DJI you're fine I just really don't like that company 
And Orca is the opposite to answer the rest of that question. Orca is all about keeping things open, at least they claim to be, right? They, they even put out in their blog, like, um, FPV is, is a DIY-natured um, a hobby, you know, and without that, we don't really have true – true fpv and dji wants to take about that by using a closed source system and so far you know orca's been real true to what they say their um digital system apparently you can use shark bite hd zero or orca's vtx's you don't have to just use their stuff like they're going to be cool about letting you use other companies um other what's companies making their on, stuff what's your take on the v2 goggles there's been some people who are, i guess hoping for a bit more from the orca v2s mm -hmm. after the, the kind of hype machine kicked into high gear with orca they mm -hmm. thought it was going to be like raised from God or something. And it's just like, <laughs> you know, a little bit better than the V1, but not this whole other thing. Are you going to go for the V2s? I, I got the V2s. I love them. I've oh, been, yeah. I, I got them before I went on a weekend trip to Florida last week. And I tried them out just in the house and was like, I'm going to trust these and bring these as my only goggles mm -hmm. all weekend. And I did. And I chased drift cars for my first time. We flew night Ooh. bandos. We did Sweet. building dives. We did all kinds nice. of just like putting them to the test. You know what I mean? And they performed fantastic. It is a smaller field of view, like everybody says, but everybody that I let use them, myself included, and everybody that, that's tried the goggles said five seconds into flying, you don't notice the field of view. You're just flying a drone. You know what I mean? And I've had some people mention how like pro gamers will use a smaller monitor when they play games so they can focus more. They don't have to, like look around the screen. And I've been right. thinking about that. I'm like, yeah, you know, because I tried some DJIs to fly my buddy Stuka's Cinelifter and I was having to like move my eyes around to look at stuff. Uh -huh. And then I use the orcas and I'm like, dude, I am just like diving I, gaps. Like I, I just tested a quad the, the other day and I've got DJI on it and I had a current meter on it and I was like, what was the current? I didn't. Did I put the current readout? And I realized it was in the corner of the screen. I couldn't even. I didn't even like know it was there. Look all the way over for it. Yeah. I had to like hold the goggles and turn my head. Yeah. So I mean, there may be something to that. I I think I would like something a little in between the two. I like the feel. I love the feel of you on the V1 goggles, but it's you know there's basically a mini computer in there and all the stuff they have planned for it. I'll take a slight reduction personally in the field of view, no problem, because it doesn't bother me. This uh, The screens, you can adjust like this and like that, you know? You can get them really dialed in. I, I like the V2s a lot. 560 bucks, that's on you. You know, Do you make enough mm -hmm. money to buy them? That's on you, that's your decision. I'm not gonna tell anybody to spend that or not to spend that. I'll just say, I got them for free. I really like them. I would probably spend 500 bucks on them knowing how good they are and knowing that they're going to be compatible. more comfortable than V1? Is it more um, comfortable on the face? Less light leak maybe, but there wasn't much light leak to begin with. I use, there's two sets of foam. There's a thick foam and like a moped goggle style foam. And I use a moped goggle style just because it fits my face better. Nice. But um, right here, I, I does, I can feel it right here. But, you know, it's also mm -hmm. like little Velcro stuff you can move around. I've just been too. You, you get that about 10 times worse than DJI. I feel like I've been doing weightlifting with my nose. Oh yeah. my God. Like <laughs> they, they are hefty, yeah. This episode was recorded in front of a live online audience, downloaded and edited to make sense when it's played audio only, censored to please the iTunes people, hosted on the internet, forwarded through to your podcast provider, downloaded, playing on your device, and is now playing in your ears, all thanks to our Patreons. Consider joining them and you'll also get other online benefits. Find out more at patreon.com forward slash let's drone out. Um, I, I I saw you in uh, flow state, man, and mm -hmm. like I'm sorry you got you know your your name got left out of the credits. I'm on stuff. it now, though. I'm on the IMDb. It's all soy. Yeah, good. good. They've oh, sorted man. it out. So they should have. That was a weird yeah. misunderstanding. <laughs> I know. And poor Josh like took it the wrong way for a bit. 
I understand. <laughs> I understand where he's coming from, though. I should. I did text the director. To my credit, I texted the director. No answer. So then I made a post about like, oh, what the heck? So I see where Bartle's coming from. Yeah. But I'm also like, I'm literally the only person and other people use not their real names on the credits. So that's why I felt kind of snubbed. But it was it was my bad. I should have just, you know, known that they were like, oh, bot grinder is a weird name to put on there. So whatever. Yeah. How did you find Flow State? Like, did you watch it? Oh, yeah, yeah. I seen it. I, there should have been more of me in it, obviously. But there I don't want to ruin it for anybody. But I felt like parts of it almost were kind of an ad. You know what I mean? For certain companies, which I didn't really care for. It, it, it seemed like it took away from just the like, yeah, here's FPV thing. It was like, well, here's some people you can buy stuff from now. But you whatever. You got to make movies, right? You got to you gotta get funding for stuff. Yeah. And you got to accept that like a lot of people coming to see the movie have no idea what this is and how to get into it. So it's kind of nice to offer people a first step, even if yeah, it's yeah. a bit cheesy. Definitely. I just, as like, you know, an FPV purist. I was like, what the yeah. hell is DJI CEO doing talking in this thing, you know? <laughs> but they are they are part, you know, they are part of the FPV industry now. So I uh, maybe yeah. I need to back up a little bit. Maybe I'm the asshole, huh? No. Mm, no. Uh, <laughs> Caroline asks, have you heard from Zoe lately? Really? I haven't talked to Zoe in forever. Nah. No, we haven't seen her. She's kind of gone off the scene a bit, hasn't she? Yeah, just in a little bit. I haven't heard much about her or, or from her. No, I'm missing those 3D FPV videos. Yeah, yeah somebody's got to do it. Exactly. Right. Is there any more motors coming out? Are you still doing any motors? Because I've, I've, I've got a few of your motors. I got the Grinder V3s. Those are the most recent ones. But no plans on anything. Those are doing pretty good. So, you know, I like flying them. That's why I make products is so I can fly the stuff. And I like flying them. But, you know, if I ever switch to, like, a different KV or stator, you know, for personal use, I'll, I'll make new ones. Are you flying 6S now or still 4S or what? what no, I've been on 6S for a couple of years now. Like, oh, yeah. pretty much um, when I made my first version motor, I wa I needed to test 6S. I only flew 4S. I needed to test out 6S, so I flew it. And I was like, holy shit, 6S throttle resolution is amazing. Resolution. Like, I, I didn't realize you're going to get so much more feel from the battery on 6S over 4S, so I just stayed with it. Yeah. Oh, I haven't. I haven't switched at all. I'm still on four. I all my stuff. But. The, like the price was keeping me away from it, but it's really not that much more expensive. You know, it's under not, thirty not bucks. Now, yeah, yeah. A couple of years ago, it was that was keeping me from it, but under thirty bucks for a six S battery. Most parts, anything you buy, six S compatible. You know, four S motors the same price, so it's it's affordable now. It's just as affordable as four S, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. I agree. What's the uh, KV and specs on the, the current motor then, the V3? Mine are, you can get a 4S one, which is 2207, uh, 20, 2450, I believe, for the 4S. And then it's a 1750 for the 6S. Oh, okay. Pretty gentle on the batteries then. Yeah, yeah, it's not bad. I mean, if you cruise them, you can get a five-minute flight, like going nice. slightly aggressive. You know, on a 1200 Ma 6S. But if you rip, rip, you're only getting two and a half, three minutes. Uh, Shady asks, but what radio do you use at the moment? Tango 2 with an ELRS module. Ah. I mean, I mean, I joined the cult about two months ago. I tried ELRS, and I just bought like 10 receivers and put it in everything. So you popped up on the Discord a while ago, though. Yeah, I'm, I, I, I try to stay out of there when I have questions. 
and only things to add, you know, or like just want to chit chat. I don't want to only come into the ELRS discord when I need to figure something out. I've done plenty of that. Another. That's other quite times. amusing with the, uh, everybody stop. There's someone famous here moments. Everyone just kind of <laughs> that for me, it's boring. nice. Everybody could be having a serious conversation somewhere. And I'm like, Hey, my stupid receiver doesn't work. And a few people will stop and help me. And I'm like, I feel, <laughs> Oh, sorry. Then I'll scroll up and be like, damn, y'all were having a full conversation. Like I didn't just come in during a lull. I'm, I'm sorry, but very thankful. Cause I totally will take the help. So I can go on about my day and like do my, shit. I do that in my own discord all the time, but I'm like, it's got my name on it. So I'm going to yeah. do it. Like, no, I think they quite enjoy. It's it's nice to see the support as well, and the, you know, get that open software out there, right? It's the power yes, of people's please. hands. Let's get open HD. Let's get ELRS. Let's get everything open. You know, what I mean, I want open source right. everything. If there's one thing that's been quite amazing about the open source community, it's the level of help people are giving in the Discord servers in ELRS and OpenHDII. I talk to a lot and. Even when I have stupid questions, like today I was wearing something and I, I misread a page and they're like, you've got TX to TX and RX to RX. And I was like, ah, I feel stupid and <laughs> to make weird excuses for it. But nothing nothing but help. And um, it, it feels like that's kind of how FPW was formed. It was formed on the community spirit of getting people and helping and everyone's trying to get in the air and helping other people get in the air just so we can have fun. Fun times. When I, like when I joined, game. that's what it was like. And that's it's such like a new hobby. We can keep it that way, too. I would love to see FPV stay open and friendly to everybody and not like other hobbies turn like, oh, well, you don't have this gear. Or like, oh, well, you don't know this person or this thing. So whatever, you're on this class of pilot. No, I want everybody to enjoy FPV and everybody to be, continue to be helpful and, and, you know, encourage people and help people. Why not? We can just make it a friendly hobby. There's no reason yeah, not to. Yeah. Otherwise, we'd all just go buy DJI FPV drones, and every time we crash, we send it back. Exactly, man. That's what they f***ing want. Let's not give them Fly that. once a month. <laughs> yeah, I know. That'll be 200 pounds and, like, arms made of cheese. <laughs> you know. Um, Clive asked oh, a great question. Um, Bot Grinder, who is your favorite FPV pilot? Can't narrow it down to one. That's too hard. I, I like too many for different reasons, you know what I mean? <laughs> The most inspirational to me, I'll say that, was Gapit. It was always Gapit FPV. I always loved his videos and I continue and you know, still I watch his stuff. Um, new rippers, though, obviously Slats killing it. Billy Hackett, my man Billy Hackett, I always love watching his. Shit. He's a ripper. Um, uh, who else? I don't know. That's all I could think of. I have no favorite pilot, but there's, there's a lot of people that are inspirational to me. Was there like a trick or a stunt or something you saw that like pulled you in and said, yeah, I've, I've got to buy one of these to do that? That was the FPV race in the uh, – it was like the, the, the Moon of Endor race or whatever the French guys did. In the did. woods. Yeah, 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 that. That video, I saw that, and they had little LEDs on the quads chasing each other when I saw that. And then I saw they had a little antennas on their goggles. The, the antenna was a lot of it. I was kind of like, whatever I need to do to own something to necessitate a little antenna, I want to f- – do that thing that <laughs> so was the video that was the video that put thing. me over the top man yeah, so well, it was just people. flying in the woods with the leds and the little woods. goggles yeah. that's it that, that, that hooked up loads of people that's oh, yeah. loads of people <laughs> lots of people that is funny that. we need to send you do you, uh, we need to send you some like menace antennas see what you think of them so i think that's see your brand does you know being a being a troublemaker and he's got like um He's got like seriously bright cob LED uh, lights as well. 
Oh, nice. But literally, like, burn your retina. I like that. I love that. Good. <laughs> yeah, they are proper retina burners. That'd be fun um, if somebody's trying to chase you. You just turn that on and blow the camera out. Mm -hmm. Big time. Easy. I'm hoping it's going to work for some night flying or at least dusk flying. Promises to be interesting. Um, nice. Stephen, oh, you remind me. I, I'll have a word with Greg about... Um, the voltage difference no i asked you him I, I asked him and he said it's not going to work and i'd need to run it off uh something that's less than 8s goes up to 6s but 8s is going to just blow it and i i found some linear regulators yeah i found some of those little guys and uh, i think they'll work and give me 12 volts out of the 8s input and they'll still give me 12 volts out of 6s so everyone's happy Mm. next project you could always you know you could always like take from the balance tab just you know from lower this could you know it's just a bit sketch uh, yeah lower the cells i don't know uh viking multimedia that's quite funny i heard lrs is so good it does your power loops for you <laughs> um Oh, speaking of that, did you see uh, see the latest announcement over... There's a PR bringing that FLRC mode that Tracer <laughs> has to Express LRS now. Oh, wow. Well, that's impressive. I, I heard know. ELRS can um, operate your car now. Brilliant. You don't even need that. a Tesla. You just put ELRS in your radio mm -hmm. and your car drives itself. So 1,000 hertz is the latest one. Some guy trying to push 1,000 hertz support yeah. in there because why not? Um, Taz FPV. I've been using 6S for about three years now, and the biggest thing I've noticed was lipo longevity. I had my current set of R lines for just over two years now with very li little degradation in performance. Does anyone else like? Is it? Hmm. Should we all move to 6S? That's interesting. I hadn't thought about that part of it. I have had. I have, all my 6S are really old, so there may be something to that. I, have I don't have any 4S of, batteries left. I've got too many lipos, to do it. And I've got boxes and boxes of different size lipos from Same. one to six. How so do you I all store all your extra lipos? I just have them sitting on a wooden workbench, and I know I need something better than that. Mine are in, uh, in, a, in a tub of petrol. Mine are in an ammo box outside. <laughs> ammo I, I box have a, outside, that's a smart. plastic crate in my garden in which I have my ammo boxes full of lipos. So if they go up, they can go up independently. I've got pretty, an ammo box for 2S, 4S, one for 3S, 6S, and one for 1S, 5S. And I've just got three 50 cal cans down, down there. So ammo boxes, this sounds like the, uh, the yeah. common theme here. All right. I need I'll to do something. for like 20 bucks, and they're built, obviously, to hold explosive ammo. So pretty yeah, good. yeah, yeah. Well... I, I was I was always taught that the uh, ammo boxes are designed to keep the environment out of the ammunition, so it's not to protect. Yeah, I think it is that it, way around. Yeah, and you've got the whole um, seal on them, so you have to cut the seal to vent to atmosphere because, um, like, the pressure build up in there, and then all you have is now a box that's gonna turn into shrapnel and well, to, you know fair, I, I do my charging in one of these bat safe boxes I should say but yeah. for long term storage oh. I use the 50 I, I, charge, use... I charge outside when I can but if it's cold I charge in a walk <laughs> yeah I, I, I've, I own one of these so I, I've got the the lipo um, lipo safe bags so they're individually put into there and then I put them all in this 
with like the 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 vent the vent in the top the uh what they bat box it's interesting because who amongst us think jack's more likely to have a fire on his desk than anybody else here because that's that's something i pick up just from him playing with fireworks and uh well yeah i've bought my own fire extinguishers and stuff so like you know i'm rule zero do not be on fire you, you've got to keep an eye on them as well. Like, if you crash a bunch, you've got to be paying attention and say, have I shredded this lipo? Got to, yeah. got to cut my loss and just throw it. I'm pretty good about that. Um, it's usually, you know, I'll inspect them, and unless it's, like, obviously puffed, it's cool, but if they get hot while charging, I throw it away right mm-hmm. then. Yeah, like, if it even gets, yeah. you know, too, a little too slightly warm, like, done, I'll just put mm-hmm. it out front and throw it away. I, I'd rather <laughs> lose a lipo than my entire house. Yeah, right. Like, yeah. One's caught fire in my house before, and I, I was luckily I was there and could see it and catch it. I grabbed it and lobbed it out the in the garden. Otherwise, it would have been the whole whole house gone. So yeah, that's why that's everything so is scary, outside. I haven't so, haven't had a fire yet, thank God, and lipos. But you know, I'm pretty good about only running good ones. I, I've only had fires when Ooh, connecting up. One. When connecting Someone up, told Matt um, that these bat safes you can charge in them. They've got a, a bung. You can pass your balance and your charge leads into the thing, so you keep it in a sealed box while it charges. Absolutely. How many do they hold, though? That was my. I looked at the bat boxes, but it looked like they only held, you know, ten, ten lipos maybe or something. How big's your lipo? I got a bunch of thirteen. Uh, but see here, I got also my. Uh, RC car lipos that are big ass, like 20,000 mm. ma. Six Jack's got things. something that's the size of like a trash can, so yeah, gigantic. That's a bat safe, yeah. yeah. Oh, wow, okay, yeah, that's that's what I'm gonna want. Then is like, what can I show one. him? Evidence scale. will be provided. Hang on, well, have so you not got it sat by the desk or <laughs> can of coke? Oh, yeah, dun, 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 dun. is it that white this thing? Is the point when it all catches oh, that's his fridge, I think. Yeah, <laughs> that would be amusing. <laughs> All right, that's not bad. Well, it's uh, quite big. Yeah, that'll fit quite a few. Okay. I won't I show, if I showed you a it's picture... It's what you do of, in it, it counts. Well, yeah, if I showed you a picture of my battery, but my ammo oh. crate, it's just full of batteries there and piled up there. If they go off, it's going to be a proper fire. Just don't have this SLB. I've got one there. The scale! This is the one with the, the bat picture on it. That's, that's a good uh, size. There's a charger on top. Yeah. It looks a lot bigger in person than it does in the photos, then. Yeah, it's not too shabby. They do. Okay. So, back, the Jack's one is the bigger one. It's like a couple of these stacked on top of each other. But yeah, yeah, it's got a little how many, like, and a rubber seal around there. How many, like, 1,200 Mars you think you could fit in the big one? Ooh. I, yeah. I ain't got a clue. Like, I 15? Mean, More than 15? So, I've got a lot of batteries like, uh, in there. This has got some space. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to up my. Oh yeah, look at that. That's plenty. Yeah, yeah, you know, so it's doable. Yeah, so um, I had a question for Bob lipos, don't uh, about: Do you or have you flown anything else apart from quads, like fixed wing? Is that something you, if you've not tried it, you want to give it a go? Twice, I've flown fixed wing twice. Two two different homies let me try their wings, and both times, like I just couldn't get over the fact there's no yaw. So I'm just like, well, I just go straight <laughs> forever, and like, no, like banking yank and turn it around and that was really fun to like meow my turn real quick but then it got sketchy and i was like started getting farther away and couldn't turn properly wings are fun only because they're terrifying to me because i have no idea what i'm doing 
I think it's good to be scared while flying, though. It, it creates more of a, a, a bit of an adrenaline rush, which is that, always good fun. That's why I like long range. Because, I mean, uh, freestyle used to, freestyle still gets like that a little bit when it gets hairy. But that's mainly like, if I don't make this, I'm going to crash and have to go build. So it's more of a bummer than a thrill. Long range is like, I'm losing my entire drone if this goes down. So that, that's really the thrill for me, you know what I mean? Like, I don't want to lose my shit. Yo, man, um, everyone wish Captain Cannoli good luck with a job interview. Oh, yeah, damn, man. Cannoli, get it. Good luck, good luck man. Good luck. So, um, well, everyone keeps saying dab time. Can you dab? Uh, I, you well, know, can you light a little, yeah. <laughs> little. Captain Cannoli, earlier my car um, got a screw in the tire and popped the tire. And thanks to Captain Cannoli, he hooked me up with a spot that fixed it instantly. So I made it to the podcast. I almost wouldn't have made it here. Magic. If oh, I would have had to go no. driving around with a flat tire looking for a spot. So, Captain Cannoli is the reason I'm here today. Exactly. Captain. Instead of doing this for my cell phone with a tire center behind me. <laughs> um, Kevin uh, Jameson says he loves you. Oh, I love you too. Love Kevin, thank you. What a okay. nice thing to say. Uh, I got you. Uh, yeah, you should fly Kiss, Bot Grinder. Have some real fun. Yeah, have you ever flown Kiss? I, when it like first came out, I had an ESC, but... I had to register the serial number or some because my serial number wasn't registered in the database and it took like a whole week. So I just didn't ever fly it. It, it was oh, taking man. too long. But I don't like uh, feedback. From, it looks like it flies fantastic, but I'm like, I like shit that's easy. So I just fly Emu Flight. I don't even use Beta Flight. I just get a little Radix 20 by 20, put Emu Flight on it, and don't tune it. I just set my rates and I go fly. Just one of those no tune guys. I think Emu Flight's kind of got you covered there. If you don't want to tune, just slap mm -hmm. it on and fly. I got a five degree camera angle, no tune. I'm basically five running degree. mining flies. Yeah, five to ten. I've upped it to ten recently to try to do trippy spins because it's damn near possible moves? to trippy spin on on zero to five. Yeah. What's up? Very. Odd. Do you do a bunch of reverse moves with that nah. five degree angle? No, I just I don't like going too fast. If I want to go fast, I want to be able to tilt down and go fast. I don't want my drone to like do it for me. You know what I mean? High camera mm -hmm. angles, just I, I I'm too out of control when it's uh, too high and I don't like it. It is hard to get used to changing your angle if you dangle. Definitely. Yeah, I'm I'm extremely used to my low angle that I've always ran. Yeah. And, and it yeah. started. I started running it because it was harder to land with the high angle. You know what I mean? I couldn't judge the sky and. So I lowered my camera when I first started just to make landing easier for me. And yeah, I just had about blow owl's patented technique. Find something that? tall, get near it and cut throttle. Yeah, yeah, I like yeah. that. That's the, <laughs> that's, the, that's the 65 degree yeah, idea, yeah, which is absolutely meant. We all Stand tried it in Sims tree, and it was just tree and crazy. <laughs> 65 is too much, yeah. Uh, uh, come on, Tony. Do I can't you remember what happened. Share with the class. I think I charged it twice and it <laughs> turned into a bomb. Oh, man. It was unbelievable. It was I, like, I don't even know. It was a 4S and it, I think it was 18. Vomps or something. Um, it was yeah, I think so, yeah. <laughs> A few years ago, somebody told me you could charge any battery as an HV battery. So I was doing that and just. I had a newbie drone battery exploded in my hand from doing that. Shit. Like I just had so much energy, I went to go Velcro it down, and it exploded and vented a cell in my hand. Well, I had, I've got two 4s slapped together for my X class drone. So what I've done is charge one, and then thought I'd put the balance lead in to the other one, and I hadn't, and I just 
walked off and carried on charging the same one again. Oh so, my god! Yeah. yeah, that's all you want to do. <laughs> Bit scary, but we survived. Great. Oh my god! How's I hope you're all right, man. You're going to get it out again this year. Uh, the X Guard needs fixing. Ah, it's in bits. It caught fire on my last outing, so uh, carbon caught fire. Oh, I thought you might have uh, finagled it over Christmas. I haven't touched it. We've got oh, the yeah. idea of carbon on fire. That's that sounds pretty cool. Even if you have to go and repair it again. It was literally on fire. Carbon was yeah. So but what what are the plans for this year and what is coming up in terms of flying and stuff? Are you not you're not that planned? Just take it as it comes. I went to Florida last weekend. That was tight. That was my that's been my plan for a couple of years was one winter just go to Florida and hang out for the weekend, which I finally got to do. But I'm I'm working on the park. I'm gonna beat my long range record this year. I'm doing that. I, I bought a new, uh, I bought this new Lie Ion battery, but apparently it's like 10 amp max. So I spent 60 bucks on the wrong goddamn battery to try to do four kilometers on. That's Whoa, I don't know. 10 amp. You just have to fly really. You got to really kind really of low cruise it instead of like just binary throttle idea. Mm. Um, Yo, the Florida scene is sick. I just got back from Tampa. There's so many pilots, and they all hang out together. It's freaking awesome. Like so you some went to places, Florida for the good weather, but I heard it's freezing now in Florida. Of really? all places, it was. It was. Um, I think you know the coldest it was was like mid 60 American yeah. degrees. So it was it, that's you know it was uh, like in the 20s when I left Philadelphia. So I was welcoming 60 degrees. It's fine. I had some work people who were in Florida and they were worrying about their palm trees. I mean, that's the kind of place Florida is, but they were deeply concerned their palm trees might be harmed. Oh, my Lord. Yeah. Uh, Wings and Wheels tickets available uh, now for this year. Tone, you better better get your stuff fixed. Is there any more mm. questions to Bot Grinder? Have you got anything? First rule of FPV talk is to talk about FPV. Uh, <laughs> when are you going to come over to the UK? So I've made I've made uh, I'm a felon and I can't get a passport until I get rid of my felon felony. So, but I'm making moves on it. I petitioned the state of California, and my felony is gone in the state of California. And it was for um mm-hmm. I had mushrooms when I was like 19, like 21 years ago. I had some mushrooms and I ate yeah. all the mushrooms and I had the plastic bag and I didn't want a litter, so I just put it in my pocket. You know, there's I had eaten all the mm-hmm. mushrooms. It was just an empty bag. But the next day when I got a stop and frisk and the cops searched me, they're like, what was in this bag? And it was like a sandwich. And they're like, we don't believe you. So they tested it and it came up positive for mushrooms. So I'm a felon. I had to go to jail for a month and a half. Like this whole hooray thing. That's crazy so, for eating a what? mushroom. For an and empty then, bag. Empty because bag. it had the residue. It had the residue of some mushrooms. No blood test or nothing. No, no, not at all. Just for having the empty bag. And I was like, I should have just littered. I would have got a less fine for just throwing the damn bag on the ground and have them catching me than, you know, trying to not litter and put it in my pocket to throw away later and forgetting about it. But uh, so with the state of California is gone, but I have to get to the federal government. I'm still a felon on the federal level. So that's a long way of saying I'm trying to get a passport. Good luck. I, I wanted everybody to know my struggle. I'm trying. Good luck. Oh, man. Maybe we could start a GoFundMe for that. It's like 70 bucks, apparently. It's really easy. I just have to get a copy of my fingerprints and send them that along with a, a money order for 76 bucks, and then they get rid of it. As long as like they're able to get rid of it, they do. I was going to say, so kids, keep mushrooms in paper bags, and then you can eat the paper. 
Yes. Yes. Or litter. <laughs> maybe that's the moral of the story is litter. So you don't go to jail or something. I don't know. Eat the bag with the mushrooms. Congratulations, Alex. He's going to get a kitten. How's cornbread anyway? We we saw that little. Oh, she's good. Yeah. She was running around somewhere. There's a new one now. Oh, that one's in the. Now there's a biscuit too. Biscuits over biscuit. here. Um, cornbread was a street cat that just walked in my house one day. So I felt obligated to keep Never her. Left. Biscuit is also a street cat that just walked in our house one day. So we Aww. felt. We're like, I guess apparently all you have to do is break in and you can live here. That's a free yeah. cat. If you're smart enough to get in, you get the reward. That's what I told yeah, Cornbread when I got her. I was like, well, she's smart enough just to break in and meow me and be cute. So so now, now there's Biscuit and Cornbread. There's two cats and the dog who's outnumbered by cats, but she likes them both. I, I love that cats rule the roost, not the dog. Pretty much, yeah. They all, they all the animals recently went to the vent and got all their cancer checks oh, and everything, funny. so they're all good. Oh, man. Numbskull, are there any FCs in stock yet? Uh, Alex? If you can let Numskull know. Um, also, like I might need to add you to our um, Discord because you, um, we got a LDO Discord, and uh, you incited some very, very interesting conversations and stuff. And uh, I was like, I was really touched by those guys in there. So thank you. Um, you know, they were they were talking about uh, the struggles and how FPV helps with that sort of mental health side of things oh yeah fpv is so. big big old therapy time man <laughs> ever dreamed yeah. of being a bird now you can um, yeah. you like people jackass but it's not that kind <laughs> thanks Tony. keep it real thanks Tony. <laughs> Sorry. I put the Discord. Um, right, so I think that's all we've got time for, unfortunately. Um, but Grinder, it's been amazing having you on. Yes, thank you very much. Thank you for having me. Thank you oh, so thank you much so for coming on the show. Uh, massive thank you to all our patrons and everyone who donated. It uh, makes um, Frank's life hell and uh, keeps this uh, show going. And hopefully, he will return. Our savior. The bringer of socks, and uh, you know, like we we miss you, Frank. Um, thank you for everyone who tuned in. Thank you for all your lovely questions. Um, yeah, thanks to I, all the people in the chat. I think we might have picked up a few new faces in the chat this evening. So thanks, everyone. Yeah, like and subscribe. Yeah, please yeah, do. Uh, and click on the bell end icon because that's what we are. Um, and I've been you've been listening to that show now. You've been joined by Bot Grinder. Was I supposed to say something there? No, I just, I wanted to be. Yeah, yeah. Well, it helps. We're an audio podcast as well. That's why we explain. Explain to them. The here, explain to them what I, how cool I look. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Brian is now looking very cool. He's holding up his phone. That's amazing. <laughs> he is the Fonz. Reincarnated. Uh, everyone's favorite curry kitten. Goodbye. Shiny video stuff, Bell Rick Stephen. Cheers. Bye. The Tone Star. Bonjour. And I've been bright until I fly. Uh, love you guys. Good night. Bye. Telemetry lost.